Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute, where we discuss Jurassic World one minute at a time. Where do you learn how to shoot like that? I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we're discussing Minute 83 of Jurassic World. Before we get that, David, heading over to the Internet Movie Firearms Database. Well, I say that slow because I'll stuff it up. <laughs> uh, scrolling down the list of uh, Jurassic World firearms here, uh, seeing the film, we've got the custom tranquilizer rifle that we see used prominently in this film. Um, there was a behind-the-scenes uh, video with uh, property, Jurassic World Property Master, uh, not even going to try and pronounce that name either, um, <laughs> showing off the custom-made uh, tranquilizers for the film. Uh, One-of-a-kind weapons made for this film because, small fact, and we've seen tranquilizer web, uh, rifles in the franchise before, they only fire one dart at a time. They're not semi-automatic. <laughs> um, so they... Uh, they uh, made these these fire and tranquilizer guns running off uh, nitrogen or CO2 to uh, to be fully automatic uh, or semi-automatic. So when they pull that trigger, you see the uh, the receiver pulling back. Oh, nice! And that would uh, that would mean all the darts we see blurring at the end of it are all CG, of course. So a bit of a write-up here. We've got a few of the scenes. Mainly this minute we're going to talk about, and the next one where they're used. Um, with engine security and engine staff taking down the uh, the flying attackers on Main Street, you'd have to. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you head over to YouTube, you'd be able to find the video of um, the Jurassic prop maker or property master going through describing the weapon. I do remember watching it before. I didn't watch it ahead of this minute, so <laughs> might have to do that for the next minute. Yeah, powered by a nitrogen canister mounted in the stock. So yeah, good bit of uh, behind the scenes stuff for. Uh, for the weapons used in Jurassic World. You look tense, Claire. Maybe you should just focus on the controls. The key to a happy life is to accept you are never actually in control. Burn! Minute 83 of Jurassic World opens with the Mosasaur falling back into the water and ends with Claire murdering a Domorphodon. <laughs> as we uh, open on minute, uh, as we end minute two, uh, world ended with the uh, the death of Zara. Uh, seeming hopefully she died of drowning quickly <laughs> once that Mosasaur went underwater. Uh, we cut back to Main Street as the boys look on in shock at what they've just seen and Zach just uh, grabs uh, Zach Gray's arm and says inside now and um, we cut to Owen and Claire and a heap of park staff running onto the promenade beside the Trinidon IMAX theatre which is uh, ironic that uh, they're here shooting Trinidons with these <laughs> darts in another building we won't see again until 
Fallen Kingdom, half destroyed. But they form a line in front of the IMAX theatre and start opening fire on the flying reptiles. We get that all that dart noise as the mm-hmm. uh, guns fire. Um, Claire then does something strange. She climbs up on an overturned food cart just to get a higher look over the fleeing tourists running around trying to see the boys, putting herself at a very convenient biting height or <laughs> convenient plucking height by a pteranodon. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's just because Owen's air quotes laying down cover fire for her. <laughs> And they're all shooting anything in sight. Yeah, that could be it. Or she just yeah, doesn't think. <laughs> because, of course, this is all uh, all siege animals flying around here, so she might forget what's actually being being projected on screen. But these darts seem to be acting very fast, too. As soon as they're hitting animals, those animals are falling straight out of the sky and hitting the ground. We see animals start to fall all, all over the place. Uh, that's when we cut to Zach and Greg running past Margaritaville. <laughs> Zach yells, Aunt Claire. So I'm guessing they can see her on top of the cart. She just can't see them. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know why they just run on the main street calling her name when they wouldn't even know where she is. Well, if, it could also be that they're like just kind of blending in with the crowd and she can't see them, but they can see her because she's not blending in with the crowd, you know? Yeah, yeah. Plus, they just watched Zara die, too, so they might be tra- traumatised a bit and just yelling her name. <laughs> but we cut back to Owen as he slowly loves his rifle and looks weirded out by something. Uh, and here, if you look real carefully, you can see the marlin on his back. You can see the glued seams on it, <laughs> which um, means he's carrying the resin the resin version here in all these scenes where it's lot on his back. But then we see what he's looking at, and the, the boys are running, and there's a Tranodon. Seems to be hovering in the sky behind them, um, which, this is my second worst hated, disliked shot in this film. <laughs> uh, for those keeping score, we haven't got to the first one yet. It's later on during the uh, Main Street fight. But it's just weird how Owen, well, Owen goes to warn him, but uh, Demorphodon swoops in behind him and knocks him to the ground. Not going for the neck or anything, just I'll knock you to the ground first before I start trying to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> the... As the boys run, the, we get this seemingly puppet of a pteranodon just floating behind them on strings. Um, its wing knocks over a cold drinks cart with its delicate membrane wing and then goes to ground, lands on the pavement, beak first, and begins to slide along the ground. At the same time, the boys have tripped over and are scrambling to a wall to get clear, but the pteranodon continues to slide. <laughs> um, and its beak inches forward and just stops short of impaling grey. I, I don't know what I don't I don't like it. <laughs> Every other animal we've seen hit the ground, hits the ground, and and the like is completely not rigid. It's knocked out, so it flops, it hits the ground, and rolls, and then comes to a stop. We, I don't know if someone shot this or or if it's just coming in for a dive, the bombing run, and just hits the ground and stops. Why its head, why its neck so stiff that its beak can still point forward and risk piercing the chest of one of the boys like we've seen earlier in the helicopter. <laughs> I mean, that does bring up a good point, is that I think what happens is that it got shot with a tranquilizer dart, but it should have just went limp. And the head shouldn't be having any kind of reaction here that keeps it straight up, pointed straight up and forward instead of just kind of dragging along the ground. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were going for here. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I think they were kind of going for a suspense, but it's not very well done. No. No, you could have the again. You could have the trend on swooping behind them and flying to the back of them, and them going to the ground without seeing it and not knowing if it's on the ground on top of them now eating them or getting ready to carry them away off or whether it's been darted. And then mm. you get that reveal that it's it's just laying across them, um, knocked out, and they've got to push it off. But we cut back to Owen fighting the Malphodon. Uh, he rolls over on his back and pushes down him up just out of biting distance. And uh, you, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago when we were at the Avery how ugly and <laughs> how much you hate these animals, and I have to agree. <laughs> it's a I freak. think that what caused it to knock him over is, I mean, sure, it's light, but it's also being like being hit with a um, carbon fiber chair, basically. <laughs> like a small one, but still. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of just Owen holding the uh, holding the dog off on his head back out of out of biting distance. Seemingly the two are locked in a uh, mortal fight to the death, with no one being able to get the upper hand until Claire steps in. Um, as uh, Owen's holding the animal up, Claire uh, picks up the uh, tranquilizer rifle that Owen had and drops to the ground and uh, drives the butt of it into the uh, animal's head, and the animal rolls off her with a whimper. Which I, I do love that little reaction of the animal as it, it's hitting the head. It sort of whimpers, much like you would if a dog. Although I don't I was want to say, hitting the dog. I think they use a dog cry for the sound effect too, which it, makes it all all the worse because I mean, you suddenly you feel sorry for it because I mean, every we're almost it's almost like we've been evolved or conditioned to associate the whimper of a dog with pitiful sad things like oh yeah. you know yeah and it's only doing what it thinks it needs to do it's only mm-hmm. eating <laughs> really but uh once it uh, rolls off owen and before it can get up uh claire unloads four darts into it which as the minute ends that, that that's she, that animal's dead now that's that's overdosed <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that thing got od big time Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk more about uh, tranquilizer dosages when we get to Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> with uh, the difference between heap people getting a dose and an animal getting a dose. <laughs> but it makes you wonder what they what these dart guns were set up to fire. If they if they're for larger animals, and these uh, animal these little animals are definitely getting more dose than what they should, which is weird. And we'll get back to it later in the film where we get <laughs> returned to Main Street and all these animals are gone. But that's uh, that's the end of the minute. Anything else on that before we get into the novel comparisons? Uh, yeah, I think we're good. All right. Um, again, much of what same as what we got in the film. Uh, Claire picks up the trank gun that Alan dropped and swings it like a bat, hitting the Dimorphodon in the head before firing point blank at the chest. Um, so yeah, I always thought there. that she kicked it. Mm. Well, yeah, it happens very quickly. She... Um, Owen's just sitting there holding the animal up, and all of a sudden we get the butt, butt the gun come in and knock it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, not a lot to discuss this minute. Security seemingly trying to get the upper hand on these animals. At least now we're on on the offensive. Where before it's just been more running and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's it for minute eighty-three. Dave, how about we get every for today? All right, sounds good. <laughs> 